The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice with bands such as Simon Fraser University, Inverarian District, and many, many more playing G1 products. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Well, hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Yes, another week has rolled around, and the bagpiping world continues to roll around. There's been quite a lot happening in the bagpiping world, and we've got tons to talk about on this week's podcast, as always. Oh, man, since last week's podcast, I don't know, it's been a bit of a whirlwind. All of us here in the Rab Show team have done our best to try and keep up with everything, but there's been... Such a volume of bagpiping news out there this past week. I really don't know what's going on, but it seems to be everything seems to be happening this week. As we kind of affectionately call it, it is transfer season. Yeah. (laughs) It's when everyone seems to like jumping ship and going to different bands and stuff. So that's all we've been hearing about this past week is all sorts of rumors. And "Mm, I think they might be going here, might be going there. And plus, we've been getting tons of announcements. Now, we're going to go through them on this week's podcast, but we're not going to dwell on them because there literally are so many of them. This week has been insanely busy with announcements from pipe bands because, like I said, this is transfer season, but bands are now in the middle of having their annual general meetings, especially here in the UK. This is now peak time for annual general meetings, which has meant all a lot of decisions get made in bands and you see a lot of changes especially when it comes to leadership roles. So we're going to get into all of that, all the changes and such. And yes, if we do forget to mention a particular change, (laughs) which I have no doubt that I will, um, yeah, please get in contact with us and we will certainly give you a shout on the show. There's been so much happening this past week, I am almost guaranteed I'll miss something. It's kind of hectic trying to keep up with everything sometimes. So, yes, our email address, as always, is bigrabshow at gmail.com. And last week, I kind of issued a bit of a challenge to you guys. I said that we were getting zero listener mail. And you guys then started emailing in in your droves, which was brilliant. Awesome to see. So, yes, we're going to get into things with all of the listener mail and all that jazz. So, thank you, everyone. But... First of all, a little update on me, personally, at the very top of the podcast. Why not? Um, (coughs) I'm starting to get a bit of the old man flu. Yeah, a bit of a lurgy. And what normally happens here in the UK is that the kids normally go back to school around September time. End of August, start of September. And then they all hang out with their mates at school. And then they come home and bring all sorts of blinking diseases into the house. So, yeah, it's been great fun. Both my wife and I both have had the lurgy. And, uh, yeah, send help. I need hot whiskey and a remote control for the telly and my feet up and everything. Oh, I think I need the full care package right about now. So if I'm croaky and I'm coughy and sneezy and all that through this week's podcast, please forgive me. I'm doing the best I can while feeling like absolute warmed up dog poop. So it's horrible. Vitamin C all the way. And yes, tons of plenty of hot whiskey. Yeah, I've actually had two before I come on tonight's show. So yay. Um, (laughs) Drinking on the podcast. It's not big, it's not clever. I normally leave that to other podcasts. 
Hashtag channel rant. Uh, yeah, we've got tons of stuff to get through. And yeah, you've clicked on this week's podcast for the topic of the week. And there's been quite an exciting development with the guys at Rhythm Monster. So we're going to get into all of that. We've got quite an interesting interview with the guys from Rhythm Monster and what they're all doing at the moment. So again, by way of a shameless plug for our promotion with Rhythm Monster, if you haven't yet, please go along, check out Rhythm Monster and use our promo code hashtag a big rab monster i think it's big rab monster at the checkout and you get 10 percent off whenever you're signing up so yeah we'll be focusing on what the guys are doing at rhythm monster and i know you bagpipers out there will go uh that's just for drummers uh, i don't really want to listen to that well trust me there's some stuff in here that the guys at rhythm monster are doing that's so interesting they're kind of pushing technology to its limits and this could kind of bode well for what could be done in the bagpiping world as well and currently, for online tuition, bagpipe tuition specifically, you, ha- you have to look at the Piper's Dojo, what the guys are doing over there. Oh, it's simply amazing. I myself am a drummer, but I have been very nosy and poking around on the Piper's Dojo's website. And there is so much material on there. Be you an absolute beginner or a completely advanced player and you want to know about how to better out your variations in your Peabrook playing, then Piper's Dojo's for you. You have barebone basic 4-4s to the most advanced hornpipes and jigs, so d- definitely worth checking out. So, again, the Big Rab Show has a promotion in conjunction with the guys at the Piper's Dojo. Definitely worth checking out. Just go to thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo and you get 30 days worth of dojo premium for nothing. Just go along. I think it's supposed $1, I think it is. But next to nothing... Go and check it out. You get 30 days worth of the premium. Now, that's the full package. You get to see everything, all your Facebook groups, your live lessons, and uh, so much stuff over there on Piper's Dojo. It's ridiculous. So, yeah. Do you know something? This has even kind of tempted me to learn how to play. Now, I am a drummer, have been since I was no age, and have always been a drummer. My father has been a piper, of course, for as long as I can remember as well. And it was always kind of a bit of a battle whenever I was very young about whether I was going to be a piper or a drummer. My dad kept putting a practice chanter in my hand, but yet all my uncles kept putting a pair of sticks in my hand. So it was always that battle. Will he be a piper? Will he be a drummer? And then I turned out to be a drummer. But do you know what? With hooking around on the Piper's Dojo website and that, I'm actually kind of interested in picking it up as an adult learner because I am aware that a lot of you guys out there in the United States specifically would pick up the set of bagpipes possibly even in your retirement and stuff. Like, you know, later on in your adult life, you would pick up the practice chanter for the first time. Now, it is kind of more unheard of here in the UK. It doesn't happen as often. Normally, if you're going to be a piper or a drummer, you pick it up when you're very young. In my case, I started snare drumming competitively in grade 2 when I was 9 years old. So that was quite a while ago. Um, So yeah, playing in grade 2 when I was 9 years old and then continuing in the competitive world until what? I'm now in my late 30s. So here I am now. I'm now looking at possibly lifting the practice chanter for the first time. And yeah... I don't know. I've I've been I've I don't know. I've been playing with this idea. I can kind of filter around. I know GDEs. I know the basic scale and stuff and all that. I know basic maintenance when it comes to playing pipes and all the rest and how to blow drones and how to tune them. But that's about it. I don't really know any tunes. Don't know any proper movements as such. Just grace notes and that's so, all. Ah, you know what? 
I figured this could be good content for the show and you guys could laugh at my misery as I'm going to try and master this piping game for a laugh. <laughs> and do you know what? I'm actually taking a leaf out of the <coughs> out of the guys at the Chanter Rant podcast. Shout out to you guys. Uh, Andrew Fusco over there, our Beard of the Year nominee, by the way, for the Rab Show Awards. If you like his beard, go and vote for him. Uh, Andy, actually, he recently was, well, he was the pipe major of what they called the band that shall not be named, but it was the Las Vegas Pipe Band. And now he's made the step back and he's actually learning how to do snare drum. Now, I find this incredibly admirable. You know, they needed drummers, so... Andrew Fosco stepped back from piping and started learning drumming because that's what the band needed. And so here he is now. He's playing snare drum in the back line. He's actually teaching snare drumming now. So do you know what? If Fosco can lift the sticks, I can lift the chanter. <laughs> For the longest time, I have always been avoiding the practice chanter. Never really delved into the world of actually playing the pipes. I've certainly enjoyed the music of them. Don't get me wrong. I love it with a passion. But I've never actually produced it myself. So, yeah, I don't know. To all you drummers that are now shaking your head at the podcast and going, No, Rob, you're going to the dark side. Come back to the drummer. Yeah, don't worry. I'm going to be competing at Stone Mountain Highland Games with a set of sticks. So I'm certainly not abandoning my drumming roots. But, yeah, I'm kind of toying with the idea of possibly lifting the chanter and having a go. So, hey. There you go. That's a bit of an update for me, personally. I've just been really enjoying the content that's over there on the Piper's Dojo. And it's really kind of given me the bug to want to try it. You know what I mean? It actually, it seems dead exciting. I think once you get involved in the program over there at Piper's Dojo. And you do their daily doses kind of thing. And they have like a 100 day challenge and all of that. It just seems like a lot of fun. You know, and something that I would love to be a part of and try to achieve and actually, you know, see my playing progress and all of that. Very exciting stuff. So, yeah, go and check it out. TheBigRabShow.com forward slash dojo. You can go and check it out for 30 days. Premium dojo membership, by the way, the premium one. And you get it for next to nothing. Take it for a test drive. See what you think. And if you like to keep it on and you enjoy it, then all the better. Happy days. Okay. Let's get into things, shall we? Now, yes, there's been a number of questions raised by our yeah good listeners out there about our current intro to the podcast. You may notice it has changed this week. Now, there has been some confusion recently about G1 reads and Chesney reads. Mm, yes, there's been some confusion. Now, people listening to the podcast right now, we did receive a number of emails about this. So this kicks us into our first thing in the show, which is listener mail. BigRabShow at gmail.com. We got a number of listeners emailing in saying, Rab, your introduction is misleading and false advertising. And please remove this from your podcast because it is simply false. That was one such email and uh, no name on the end of it. So... I don't know, but it seems to be getting a lot of anonymous emails recently. But a number of other people did say that, yeah, they've seen an advertisement posted by Chesney Reads saying that Inverary are playing Chesney Reads. What's what's the story here? Uh, you're saying they're playing G1Reads.com and they're, now they're playing Chesney Reads. What's going on? What do Inverary and District play? Well... To keep you guys well informed, what do Inverary actually play? My advertisement and the start of each podcast are, we of course, are sponsored by G1 Reads. Those guys are absolutely awesome. We love them to bits. They've been with us from the very beginning, from the outset of the Rab Show, and we cannot say 
a bad word about them. But we can be critical if we want to. But we're not going to in this instance because Inverary do play G1 chanters. Yeah, there you go. They do play G1 chanters. They also play G1 drone reads as well. So, yes, they do play a combination of the two, the G1 drone reads and, of course, the G1 chanters. Now, anyone watching the performance of them on the BBC iPlayer, you know, all the live stream and stuff, you can see their chanters and they have the branding there with the G1 badge on the bottom of them. Plus, they have the G1 branding on their pipe bag and everything. So, it's all there. They are playing G1 products. However, yes, they are playing Chesney reads as well. So, it does appear to be the combination of G1 uh, chanters and Chesney reads appear to be in their chanters as well. So, the Chesney Reed played in a G1 chanter seems to be a pretty winning combination at the moment. But that's not to tick away from the G1 Reeds themselves. They are played by some of the biggest bands in the world, and I mean that. With each one of my introductions and my outros on my podcast, we are not trying to sell you a lemon here. G1 Reeds are played by some of the biggest bands in the world, and they do get results. So I'm not lying. <laughs> And if anything, I would like to kind of think I have more integrity than someone trying to sell you a lemon. I would not try and lie to you intentionally. I'm not that kind of person. And uh, yeah, for anyone claiming that I am lying to them and I should remove my advertising for G1, um, no, I'm not lying. Now, if anything, I actually contacted the band myself, and I even contacted G1 and asked, just what is the situation? And said, yeah, they do play G1. They play our chanters, they play the reads as well, you know, the drone reads. So, hey, it is what it is. Go to g1reads.com, you'll see their full lineup of products on there. And yeah, they are played by some of the top bands in the world. Yeah, so there you go. Hope that answers your questions on the emails. We did get quite some angry ones. Now, we also got some emails in about last week's podcast. Uh, This one came in from Stephen. It says, Hey, Rab, really enjoyed last week's podcast talking about the Big Rab Show Awards. Very excited and have already placed my vote. Can I just say that the anonymous email you received from Mr. Anonymous needs to get a life. If you spend your time... (laughs) Stephen, what are you doing to me? He says, If you spend your time listening to podcasts only to ridicule the presenter for content you're getting for free, you need to... Go and find somewhere else to complain to. Oh, yes. Thank you, Stephen. He says, don't let the haters get you down. Love your content. Keep it coming. Can't wait to see who wins Beard of the Year with a smiley face. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> um, <coughs> yeah, Mr. Anonymous on last week's podcast did not get many fans, I have to say. Yeah, not a very popular person. Now, I did cut out a lot of his email. Uh, there was a lot of it that I didn't read. Some of it got quite personal, and a lot of very insulting things were flown around the place. So that didn't make the podcast, and that hit the cutting room floor, as they say. Uh, so yeah, Mr. Anonymous, I don't know whoever you are out there, but you certainly listened to the podcast because you were very clued in with what we were talking about over this last number of weeks. So um, yeah, you don't seem to be too popular with their listeners, so sorry, Mr. Anonymous. Anyway... <laughs> Let's fly on, shall we? More listener mail. This one's come in. Uh, who's it come on? Come in from Colin. Colin Prince, actually. Colin says, Hi, Rab. I've recently discovered your podcast and I've been really enjoying listening to your descriptions of all things piping. Love your enthusiasm. Thank you very much. He says, I play pipes with the... Uh, no, hold on. I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Peter Maritzburg, Caledonian pipe band. We're a grade four band from... 
come on. <laughs> Kwa, KwaZulu Natal in South Africa. I probably pronounced that wrong. Hey, uh, sorry, Colin. And while we're not the most successful on the competition scene, uh, we're a little bit away from the main cities and getting numbers up is a constant issue. But we've had a good spirit and we do our best to have fun wherever we play. To cut to the chase, you left out South Africa when you were talking about your world tour. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. If you're ever keen to travel over here, the band would love to show you around. And if you felt like playing, we'd be happy to make a space for you in the back rank. Hell, if you feel like taking the lead, we'll tie Jono up and uh, leave him behind in the band hall on competition day. <laughs> oh no. Uh, personally, I'd be chuffed to host you and have plenty of space. Uh, and would I have plenty of space and would be happy to have some time off work to show you around the local sites and scenes. Uh, so it just goes on and talks about how the band are involved in the you know competitive scene there in South Africa and everything, and goes on to talk about various different games and things that I could possibly go to, uh, one of which would be the Ken, uh, Kinsana Celtic Festival. It's a bit of a distance to travel to, and it's not the same format as the main competition season, but it's definitely a weekend away to catch, and it's being held in February, so it might suit my schedule better. Uh, anyway, the offer's there. If you don't need to, uh, if you, um, if, let me see. It doesn't need to be next year, but you can leave it. Don't leave it too long. Give us a shout if you have any questions about the piping scene out here in South Africa. Who knows a potential trip in the future, or even just to say hi. Cheers, Colin. Awesomeness. Plus, he also says, "P.S. We wouldn't really tie Jono up. Uh, he's actually, uh, he would actually love a break, considering he's been lead drummer of the band since the early nineties. <laughs> he could use the rest." Colin, you are an absolute legend, my friend. And yes, the piping scene in South Africa is one that I know very little about other than what I've seen on social media. Obviously, I've seen the likes of Craig Monroe, uh, Scott Wallace, and I think uh, Jock Elliott from G1 has made the trip over there as well um, to South Africa for various different competitions and such. So yeah, it's very interesting to me. I've been following the Jet Pipe Band as well. And a few other bands from South Africa. A very interesting scene down there. And if anything, yeah, who knows? I would love to go to that. Any band, at all, any pipe band competition around the world. Not just South Africa. Now, I did mention that my world tour would never happen. And here I am. I'm now heading to the States. Which, I, honestly, I'm still pinching myself. I still think this is the stuff of dreams. So I'm heading off to the United States to see the piping scene there. So who knows, Colin? I could be going to South Africa sometime. Wouldn't that be epic? Oh, my word. So, anyway, flying on. I dream all about my world tour another time. We've got more stuff to get through. Uh, We've got a listener mail here from Chris Shepard. Hey, Chris. It's been a while since you emailed in, mate. Uh, He says, before I dash off for for my final solo contest of the season... This weekend, and then a short holiday to relax uh, before getting ready for next year. I wanted to ask you if you would announce the upcoming Nickel Brown contest and concert. Yeah, I've been reading about this online, actually. So it was held annually, uh, featuring the finest amateur pipers from across North America. The contest is dedicated to the memory of Robert U. Brown and Robert B. Nickel. This year's date is October the 12th, starting at 9.30am, and will be held again in the first reformed uh, church in Scotia in New York. Ten competitors will have to play a Peabrook uh, from the Robert Nickel Brown uh, Chalice Award. There will be an MSR performance. There will be 6-8 performances. 
All sorts of details are all available now on nickel-brown.org. Now, as well as that, there will also be a bit of a pre-concert being held by the actual judges who will be in attendance. Uh, we'll have Faye Anderson, Colin Bowman and Matt McIsaac as well will be, will be there. So this will be like a bit of a pre-concert ahead of the competition itself. This it's going to be all sorts of awesome. Now, Chris, reading this, these details here, like you said, all the details are up on the website right now. So definitely, if you are interested in heading along to that, go along. That's the full website details are available now on thebigrabshow.com, on our Facebook page and all that sort of stuff. So definitely go and check them out. Thank you very much, Chris, for emailing that into us. Chris Shepard, of course, Piper with the City of Albany Pipe Band. Good man, Chris. Good to hear from you again, mate. I haven't heard from you in a while. Um, also, we've got a text, or not text message, an email in from the legend, that is Mr. Joe Brady. Now, I did ask listeners out there for tips to survive the Stone Mountain Highland Games, and for my first visit to the United States, and Joe Brady's email basically says, Rab, you will need moonshine. <laughs> moonshine. Moonshine. I have no idea what moonshine is. I guess it's like a... An alcohol that you kind of distill at home, I, I'm guessing. But it would be very similar to what we have here in Ireland called pochin. Like we make pochin out of potatoes and stuff. And it can be like almost 200% proof where you could strip wallpaper with it rather than drink it. So moonshine. Mm, yeah, not so sure about that, Joe. But yeah, I'll give it a go. Why not? I like to see through time with a single drink. Yeah. Also got another email here from uh, Matt saying, Hey, Rob. Just answering your call for some listener mail, buddy. Great job with piping live and the coverage at Worlds. The show from the Belfast Tattoo was pretty neat too. Thank you, Matt. That was cool. I've been playing pipes for several years now, and I've never wanted to travel to the UK for some piping action as much as I have since I started listening to your show back in May. Ah, awesome, Matt. Thank you. Uh, he says, my wife and I are planning a trip in a few years from now, so hopefully... I can grab a Big Rab Show selfie in Lurgan when I'm there. Oh, my word. Awesomeness. Yes, completely, Matt. I hope to meet up with you, mate. Also, super excited to hear that you're traveling to my side of the world for Stone Mountain. Too bad I'm out of the country or I'd buy you a pint in the beer tent. Keep up the awesome work on the podcast and thanks for keeping us all informed. And that was Matt. No problem, Matt. Thank you, mate. Uh, Yeah, if you do happen to make the trip here to Northern Ireland, by the way, there's been a number of you actually who have in recent days said, oh, we're coming over to Northern Ireland in a few days and a few weeks. Can we meet up for a chat and stuff? And the answer is always... Yeah, I would love to meet you. You're traveling all this way over here. Of course it would make, you know, be rude of me to say, ah, no, I can't be bothered driving half an hour down the road to come and see you. Of course I'll come and meet you. One such person, actually, who I'll hopefully be meeting this weekend, will be Mr. J.D. Ingranamanamanamanamanam. Yeah, I think J.D.'s over here in Ireland for a wedding. I think a family wedding or a friend or something like that is getting married here in Ireland. So, yeah, hopefully going to be meeting up with J.D. this weekend and, yeah, have a pint or two and have a chat and big best crack just hanging out with J.D. So, J.D., of course, has been a long-time listener to The Rab Show. and So, yeah, it'll be awesome to hang out with J.D. Awesome stuff. So, I would put it out there to anyone out there in The Rab Show world that doesn't live in the UK and doesn't normally live within Northern Ireland and you would like to meet up for a chat and a bit of a crack and all that kind of stuff, then, yeah, give us a shout, you know? Northern Ireland's a small country. You can normally drive to most places within a couple of hours. So, yeah, be cool to catch up. Anyway, 
Let's fly on. <laughs> Got another email, and then we'll have to get into the news stories. Uh, this one's came in from Nate Silva. He said, hey, Rab, love the show, and thanks for what you do. A little bit of sad news that I do think it should be shared with the piping community about the passing of J. David Hester. Below are my thoughts, and I stated them on social media. Share them as you see fit. All the best. Nate. Now, she does go on and talk about J. David Hester, and yeah, I'll read a little bit of this, to be honest. There's a very long kind of a post and everything here, but I will give it, because, I, you know, I don't know much about them, to be honest. I don't know much about him, uh, but certainly seems to be a very interesting character, one of which I will be reading more into. Uh, J.D., uh, J. David Hester was a fierce promoter of Peabrook in particular. Uh, he was keen to spread and encourage an alternative and oft-forgotten style and interpretations of the big music. That's There's quite a good quality obituary, apparently, uh, being published on pipesanddrums.com. So there you go, you can go and check that out. He was also a member of the McMillan Bertels Pipe Band there in Maryland in the United States. On a personal level... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. On a personal level, Nate would like to say that... Uh, Wish it could have had the opportunity to get to know him far better. Uh, they'd exchanged a few times online over the past year or so, and they'd found their way back to the pipe band world. As he's found his way back to the pipe band world at long last, been able to shake his hand and chat with him in person at last July at Glasgow Lands. The loss we all must endure with his passing is just incomprehensible. His knowledge and passion, passion for piping, especially Peabrook, was nothing less than staggering. The passion comes along, uh, comes strong uh, with opinions as well, something David was certainly known for. Whether I agreed with him or not on a particular subject, I always stood in awe of his tremendous zeal. So, yeah, I think much sympathies go out to the family and the friends and everyone there of... Uh, it's, I don't know, a bit of a piping legend, I feel. You know, he was very involved in the Peabrook world. He was a part of, uh, if anything, he was one of the principals behind the Alt Peabrook Club. Um, so, yeah, had a great love for Peabrook music. One of which that I'm still kind of trying to get an appreciation for, the whole thing of the Peabrook uh, world, you know, the big music world. Uh, yeah, it's something I know very little about. So perhaps if I was more involved in the Peabrook world, I would know more about who this guy was. So... Yeah, that's a that's a, a downside on me. I, I don't personally know this person too well, so yeah. But I have to be honest. You know, any the piper who had a real passion like this and would have been involved in teaching and furthering the music in any way is certainly a loss to the bagpiping world. So yeah, my deep congrats, commiserations to the family and friends of everyone with the sad loss. I think it's yeah, just horrible. So thank you for your email there, Nate, and yeah, thank you for raising that to our attention. Right, everyone, that's it for Listener Mail. I could continue in reading on, but a lot of people are actually emailing us in about the Big Rab Show Awards. Yeah, Big Rab Show Awards are in full flow, baby. Let me tell you that for nothing. We have received well over 2,500 votes at this stage. And it's, what, only been about a week or so? 2,500 votes and that's even with removing the duplicates. Yes, our system now removes duplicate votes, so you can't spam the system. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, our Rab Show Awards are continuing to grow and grow, and it's looking like this year's going to be one of our biggest years ever. We've received 2,500, and some of the categories... 
are pretty dang close. Now, some of the closest categories I have to ask. One is best beard. At the moment... <laughs> yeah, best beard is extremely close. I Yeah, I think I can be safe to say that there is possibly four votes between first place and second place. And as you guys know here in the Rab Show Awards, there is no second place. We only give one award out. We don't give second place or third or fourth. There's one winner. So the difference between winning and losing in that particular category is four votes. Four. So if you haven't already, please go to thebigrabshow.com. Go and vote for your favourite. And if you have been nominated for a Big Rab Show award, you should be now running a campaign. Tell people, go and vote for you. Yes, I want to win Coolest Drums. I want to win Live Act of the Year. You know, all these different categories. If you have been nominated in there, then run a campaign. Get people to vote for you. Send them the link. Send them our website address, bigrabshow.com. Send it to your aunt, your uncle, your granny, your granddad, whoever, your brother, sister, cat, dog, goldfish, whoever can operate a machine. (laughs) Get them to vote for you. Yes, because that's it. Whenever people hear the results of the Big Rab Show Awards, they're nine times out of ten they complain, saying that it went to the wrong person. Oh, they should never have won. Well, then, did you vote for whoever you did want to win? Mm, There you go. That's what makes the Big Rab Show Awards unique. And that's one thing I kind of wanted to put on this week's show. We did put it across on social media that it was kind of embarrassing that ourselves on the show were included in awards such as Best Social Media. And uh, I think I'm included in the Legend Award as well. And we're also included for Best Live Act as well. So these are kind of embarrassing, but they are are, are also kind of cool. We are kind of proud of the fact. Now, to be honest... Yeah, we got nominated by the public. You guys listening to the show right now, we did get nominated by you guys. And we did feel that by ignoring nominations, we were de- we were diminishing the awards itself. We administer these awards as a post box. So the nominations are from the public. The votes are from the public. So the winners are chosen by the public. So... I don't know. We did have a number of people disagreeing with us and saying, eh, you shouldn't include yourself in your own awards. It looks bad. And like we had Mr. Anonymous saying that we're just patting ourselves on the back. And yes, I can see that. So perhaps next year, if we do receive nominations for ourselves on the Big Rab Show, we will ignore those nominations and we will exclude ourselves from future Big Rab Show awards. Because I do understand the argument for not having ourselves included. And yes, I can possibly see that next year we will freeze ourselves out of the awards. Regardless of whether we may deserve it or not, it doesn't matter. We will keep ourselves out of the running and give someone else a chance, I reckon. So there you go. Yeah, I hope that makes sense to you. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the whole thing, the whole debacle on social media. Big Rab Show on Facebook, and that's all up there now. Uh, The whole debate and everything about whether we should be included or not was all had on there. I think the whole debate kind of landed that this was a bit of fun, and it is essentially ran by the public, so if you didn't want us in there, why did you nominate us? Which I think was the kind of argument at the very end of it. So, yeah, we decided to remain in for this year, but I think all of us in the Rab Show team, we just want to avoid any kind of controversy. And perhaps next year, we will remove our remove ourselves from the running. So, yeah, we can stand aside and let someone else have a good run at it. So there you go. This decision has been made. However, 
if any of us on the Big Rab Show have been nominated for Beard of the Year, then have at it. Because Beard of the Year seems to be where the competition is at the minute. <laughs> Woo! Right. Time to get into some actual news. Uh, that's been 30 minutes of just getting through the normal domestics and such. Uh, anyway. All right. Let's get into some of the appointment news, shall we? So, starting at the start, let's talk about Hawthorne. Hawthorne Pipe Band, you guys know that I've been talking about Hawthorne for the longest time. And yes, had a bit of a shock announcement. Their pipe major, Kyle Warren, has decided to move back to Scotland. Yeah, now this came as a bit of a shock, to be honest, because the band kept this quiet. And yeah, there was no rumours like we normally hear in the piping world, so there was no clue that this was happening. So, it said in the official statement that Warren had made a difficult decision to return to his homeland following the Grade 2 band's trip to Scotland for the Worlds this past season, where it competed at the Worlds and unfortunately didn't make it to the final. So, the band was informed about Warren's plans just after the Worlds, and it was believed now that apparently the pipe sergeant, Matt Fraser, will be taking over the role of pipe major for the guys at Hawthorne. Now, what's going to be happening to Warren and stuff no idea if he's going to go on to play with anybody else or anything at the moment, but the guys at Hawthorne at the moment are still sitting pretty with their lead drummer, Stephen Shedden, and their bass drummer, Tyler Fry. Some big names in there in the back line. Of course, Matt Fraser is no slouch himself. So the guys at Hawthorne are kind of going through a bit of a period of rebuilding now that Kyle has made this decision to stay in Scotland or at least return home to Scotland. So I don't know. Will we see an announcement of a new pipe manger soon? Who knows, like I said, it was only just rumoured that Matt Fraser could be taken over. It has yet to be decided. It hasn't really been put in concrete yet. So we are waiting on news of the official pipe major of Hawthorne. So, But guys, I really hope you can get this sorted ASAP. And I was dead excited to see you at this year's Worlds. And I do think that you really sounded fantastic. So I hope you get sorted soon. And uh, yeah, the Australia National Champions. Here's hoping you can hit the ground running again, guys. So yeah, good luck to you. Okay, on to another announcement. Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums. Yeah, they have a brand new lead tipper. Gordon Brown has been the lead tipper. Not the Gordon Brown, but the Gordon Brown from Lower Clyde, not the one from Boghall. But Gordon Brown has, yeah, he's left the role of Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums uh, because he's been charged since 2016 and at the age of 70 has now announced his retirement. He wants to step back and spend more time with friends and family. Uh, so the band have appointed Stuart Tripland. You go. So Stuart now takes over the band at the back end. So we want to wish Stuart every and everyone there at Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums the very best. And good luck to Gordon as well. Enjoy your happy retirement, sir. Uh, so there you go. That was the announcement for Lower Clyde. Also, shout out to the Royal Borough of Annan. Yeah! The band are delighted to announce a brand new pipe major, Jamie Smith. Or as he's known as the in the piping world as Pudge. So yeah, pipe major Pudge. <laughs> Which is an unfortunate nickname for a pipe major, but there you go. Uh, so, Jamie, he had joined the band just this past season, actually, as Pipe Sergeant. I think we remember chatting about this on the radio show for a while. Uh, so, yeah, this is now going to be his first take at Pipe Major of the band in their first season. Well, not the first season, it's the second season now coming into grade two. He was there for the first season as Pipe Sergeant, so he's now stepping up. So reading his statement here, it says, I am delighted to be taking over as Pipe Major of the band. I feel I have learned a lot over this past year in my role as Pipe Sergeant, and I am honoured that the band have put their faith in me. There you go. Awesome stuff. So looking forward to seeing uh, the brand new Pipe Major at Royal Borough of Annan. 
that's going to be a real interesting development because as they hit grade two this season, it's going to get very interesting. We're going to talk about the grades as we get further on today's show because, of course, we have all the regradings. But Royal Borough of Anna will be one that we will be watching with interest. Anyway, shout out to the Toronto Police because they have some quite exciting news. The drumming legend that is Mr. Johnny Rowe is back on the bass drum and he's heading to Toronto Police. Yes. Now, Johnny, as we all know, took a bit of a hiatus from pipe bands in 2019 after the Dyco Triumph Street Band folded. And they, yeah, we all know what happened there. It was a bit of a horrible story, really, to see them go. So Johnny found himself without a band so for last season. But here we are now, heading into 2020. And Johnny Rowe has made the announcement that he's heading to Toronto Police. Now, Rowe is going to be taking over on the bass drum from Jamie Alfred, who, according to the pipe major Scott Harrison, according to a statement... She had kind of decided to take some time away from competing and expand her teaching with all her bands and also her solo work. So, yeah, he said that the rest of Toronto Police Base section are expected to remain with the band. Jamie was a huge reason for the band's success and over this past two years she was with us. And Harrison said she's a true professional and one of the hardest working people that he knows. I wish her nothing but the best of success in her future pipe band endeavours. Now you guys know Johnny Rowe. He is kind of a bit of a rock star of the bass drumming world. So it's got, yeah, it's awesome news to see Johnny lift the bass drum again. So very exciting. As uh, yeah, as kind of sad as it is to see Jamie move on from the bass drum in Toronto Police. I dare say we haven't seen the last of Jamie. I'm there. I almost put money on it. We'll see her again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, it's dead exciting to see Johnny Rowe lifting the big drum there at Toronto Police. Bodes well for, as Toronto Police are building to try and get back to Grade One again. So this is definitely a big step on the ladder. You know, attracting such talent as Johnny. Oh, that's going to add quite a lot to that band and their performances. So very exciting stuff. So looking forward to seeing what those guys are going to be doing this incoming season there at Toronto Police. Also a shout out to the Spirit of 76 Pipe Band. They're excited to announce that their pipe major for the Virginia International Tattoo in April will be Dalton Marshall. Not bad. There you go. So congratulations to Dalton. You're now the yeah, you've been christened the pipe major of the Spirit of 76 Pipe Band. And if you want, you can read the full press release and everything about his appointment of Pipe Major Hood of the Spirit of 76 Band and the VTAT the Virginia International Tattoo. Sorry, I'm using acronyms now. Uh, but we all know it as VTAT. So, yeah, that's coming up in April, and, yeah, congratulations to Dalton, who's going to be the pipe major. Also, in the press release, it says he's never been nominated for a Big Rab Show Best Beard Award, and they're saying 2020 will be the year. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But, hey, whenever you see the photograph of Dalton, uh, his official uh, pipe major photograph... Yes, what a handsome face of fur you have there, Mr. Dalton Marshall. And, yeah, who knows? People might nominate you for Beard of the Year next year, so good luck to you, sir. More in appointment news. I did tell you there was a lot of it. Uh, Ruffo, Ulster Scots Pipe Band. Yes, Ruffo from County Donegal, uh, where I actually managed to spend my weekend hanging out there in Ruffo this past weekend at an Ulster Scots Heritage Day, which was a lot of fun, by the way. A crazy amount of good crack up there in Ruffo. Amazing music, so many pipe bands, and the crack was just brilliant. Oh, anyway, I'll be talking from here to next Tuesday all about that. Fantastic stuff. Uh, so Rafo Ulster Scots Pipe Band have announced a brand new pipe major. They are delighted to announce Mark Hassan as their new pipe major. Now a lot of people were actually thinking, what? Mark Hassan? But sure he's the pipe major of Column Kill Pipe Band in grade 2. 
Well, yes, you'd be right. He is Pipe Major of Column Kill in Grade 2, and he's now also Pipe Major of Rafo. Now, according to the statement, Mark had said he's delighted to be taking over as Pipe Major of Rafo Ulster Scots Band, and he looks forward to taking the band from strength to strength in Grade 4A. He will also continue in his role as Pipe Major of Column Kill Pipe Band, therefore playing a dual role with both bands. Now that's interesting. There's not many Grade Two Pipe Majors who do it. There are quite there are few Grade One guys actually who do this, play in Grade One and also Pipe Major a lower grade band. So this is interesting to see a Grade Two Pipe Major doing two Pipe Majoring roles. Now it's not the first time; it has happened before. Um, I think. Uh, from memory, I think Pipe Major of Thiepville Memorial was also Pipe Major of Sergeant Walker Memorial. I might be wrong in saying that, but I think I'm correct. I don't know. Everyone could be either furiously nodding their heads or shaking their heads. But I, I do think that's the case. So this isn't the first time it's happened. So I do w- wish Mark the very best of luck, if anything. That's a lot. That's a lot on your plate there, Mark. So, yeah, good luck to you, mate. The management of two separate pipe bands is going to be a lot to handle because Mark's also going to be taking care of some of the tuition and stuff at Rafo because they do teach a lot of young ones and that. So, yeah, that's a lot of work there, Mark. So good luck to you, mate. And so that's going to be interesting to see how Rafo Ulster Scots Pipe Band fare out this incoming season. Also, shout out to the City of Manchester Pipe Band who have appointed a brand new pipe major in Tommy O'Hanlon. Congratulations, Tommy. And also, they have a new lead tipper as well of John Highland. Highland, even. What's wrong with me? John Highland. So, new lead tipper and new pipe major there at the City of Manchester. So, obviously, a lot of changes there for them. Uh, so, this incoming season could be an interesting one for them. Hmm. With changes at both ends. Hmm. Yeah. As they say, changes as good as a holiday. So, interesting to see what they're going to be doing there at the City of Manchester. Interesting stuff. Anyway, shout out to Letterkenny and District Pipe Band, who are currently still looking for a lead drummer. And they are wanting anyone with experience who feel that they can fit into the role of lead drummer to email them. Letterkennypipeband at gmail.com. And all applications are treated in the strictest confidence. There you go. So they're also looking for recruitment of additional pipers and drummers, of course, like every other band. But they are specifically looking for someone to fill the lead drummer role because their current lead drummer needs to step back from the role due to his work commitments. So there you go. There you are. Right. Now another band who's made a bit of an announcement, of course, is the L.A. Scots. Yeah! L.A. Scots, the Grade 2 L.A. Scots, which still kind of, it's weird saying that because I've been used to them being in Grade 1 for the longest time. Uh, so they would like to officially announce the leadership change with Scott McDonald replacing Colin Armstrong as Pipe Major. Now, Colin will continue with the band as Pipe Sergeant, however, playing a key role in the band's ongoing musical development and execution, according to the statement. Now, Colin has been a part of that band for the longest time. He's been Pipe Major, I think, from 2005. I think, let me see. Aye, 2005. Uh, So Scott is now returning to the pipe major role, which he previously served from 92 to 2004, uh, before Colin actually took over. So they're kind of switching back again. Uh, So will we see a repeat of when the LA Scots lifted the worlds in grade two back in 97? I think Scott was actually the pipe major back then. Mm. So very interesting development there at LA Scots. 
Again, another clear indication of their intention to push up into that grade one spot again. The band are very hungry for it. And yeah, looking forward to seeing how things develop there at LA Scots. So yeah, sorry to see Colin stepping down, but he's certainly still going to be involved in the band. Uh, So shout out to Colin Armstrong. Thank you for all your years of amazing music with LA Scots. Shout out to you, my friend. Babe! Babe, now the kids can't come inside! For those of you who are one of the six, you'll know that joke. Uh, so, <laughs> shout out to Scott then, who's taken over the role of PM. We wish you well this incoming season, mate. All the very best. Also, shout out to Kilmarnock Pipe Band. They have announced a new lead drummer. Yes, new lead drummer, Mr. Dave Harling. Dave Harling has been involved in the pipe band world for the longest time. And here we are. He's now been, I think he's been involved with bands such as Johnstone, Vale of Athol, Blair Inn District. And here he is now. He's taking on the leadership role at Kilmarnock and District. So, awesome. I'm really excited to see what that's going to bring to the guys at Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock are one of those bands, they can have a real strong weekend and win all round them. And then they can have a real poor one and end up bottom of the pile. They're a real kind of up and down kind of a pipe band. So consistency is key, I feel. so. But looking at this, Kilmarnock pipe band are building to bigger and better things with trying to change things up and introducing a new lead tipper. So all the best to you, Dave Harling. I wish you all the very best. Uh, yeah, it will be very entertaining seeing what you guys bring awesome okay another band who's announced another bit of a change to their lineup are you guys getting tired of this yet there's so many changes it's difficult to keep up so the members of drumlock pipe band would like to extend a warm welcome uh, to gareth ingram as their new drum sergeant gareth takes over the position from keith Gurley due to work commitments and has decided to relinquish the reins gladly <laughs> so gladly Keith will remain as an esteemed member of the drum course. He's not going anywhere, but congratulations has to go to Garth Ingram as he takes over the reins and very, very interesting stuff because Garth, as we know, has been quite successful in the drum sergeant role. He was in charge of Marla Coo and he was also in charge of Leopokes back in the day as well. So to see Garth take the reins there at Drumlock, ooh, that's gonna be interesting. So yes, there you have it. A lot of different band changes and such. I did tell you, I did a serious amount of changes going on in the bagpiping world. A lot of new appointments and things. And I know for a fact that I have missed some. So, yeah, apologies. You know, I can't keep a track of every single one. So if you have got one or two out there that I have missed, then feel free. Email me in bigrabshow at gmail.com. So, yes, as much as there's been personnel changes in the piping world... There has been grading changes as well. Yep, the first meeting of the music board was held on Saturday the 21st and we waited with bated breath. We just didn't know what way the chips were going to fall on this one. And some of the regradings, yeah, we can say, oh, 100%. Yep, can't argue with them, completely agree. Some of them, however, interesting. Let's get through them, shall we? Uh, going from Novice B to Novice A, I don't think we can argue with these. Lockgilly High School going up. Uh, North Lanarkshire Schools is going up. Renfrewshire Schools also going up. Capital District Youth from the United States. Awesomeness going up to Juvenile A. Uh, Scots College from Melbourne, of course, from Stria. They're going up to Juvenile A as well, and deservedly so. I think everyone there who got a, a bit of a jump up from Juvenile B to A definitely deserved it. I think, you know, you can't argue with any of those. Um... Looking at Novice Juvenile A to the Juvenile Grade, then we have Dollar, of course, uh, North Lanarkshire Schools and West Lothian Schools making the jump to the full Juvenile Grade. Now, you can't argue with that either. It's very interesting stuff. 
On to then the grade 4B to grade 4A. Now, again, I don't think we can really argue with any of these. We have Camlin and District. Again, outstanding season they've had. Coulter and District as well. Two bands in there. Certainly cannot disagree. Strathendrick as well. Carlo and Suri Dasmesh, our current world champions. All getting a bump up from grade 4B to 4A. Outstanding stuff. And again, I can't disagree with any of them. So, any of those upgradings there. Congratulations. Well done to you. Um, But yeah, good luck this next incoming season. Uh, So... On to grade 4A to 3B, we have Akaran and Kolobaki, two bands who have had equally a great season, so great to see them being upgraded to 3B. Well done, guys. Also, we have Glenrothesen District, Methyl District, Mid Argyle, and we'll talk about the next band. Yeah, but so far we have Akaran, Kolobaki, Glenrothes, Methyl, and Mid Argyle all making the jump to 3B. Now, this kind of thickens out the ranks in grade 3B. Uh, things in 3B have been kind of quiet this last couple of years. This season's been kind of exciting in 3B, not going to lie, with bands such as McNeilstown, uh, you know, all of that in Grade 3B. It's been an interesting year. But seeing Ocaran, Kulabaki, Methyl and District, Glenrothes all being pushed up, that's going to be an interesting season next year in 3B. A lot of bands could be in the mix there. Now, the next bands... Um... Ebrador, Pit Lockery, and Blair Athol. Now, these guys have been upgraded by Adjudicator Request. Now, this is unusual. Now, the reason why I say it's unusual is because Ebrador is one of those bands that kind of started out life in Grade 4B, as far as I'm aware. They started out the season in 4B and started winning all around them. They then got bumped up to Grade 4A and started winning all around them. And then, I think just before the Worlds... They got bumped up to grade 3B. Now, this is the first time, I think, in my memory anyway, that the same pipe band has played in three different grades in the same season. <laughs> now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. You statisticians out there could possibly tell me this is stuff that Rab got wrong. But Ebrador was upgraded three times in the same season. And then just before the Worlds, Ebrador appealed their upgrade and got put back down again into 4A. They won their appeal and was pushed back to 4A. Now, whether this was kind of a tactical move in the hope that they would win a world championship in 4A, mm, don't know. But, hey, we have the situation that we have now where Ebrador has now been put up by adjudicator request. Now, are we or will we see a possible another appeal come in from the guys at Ebrador, Pitlocker and Blair Athol? We could well do. Yes, we may see another appeal coming in. If that happens, it happens, but that one's very, very interesting. Clearly, the band do not want to go to 3B, but the adjudicators themselves have said, you guys are too good for 4A, you need pushed up into 3B. So they're kind of forcing that band to upgrade. So that's very interesting development there. So I will be keeping a very keen eye on that Ebrador, Pitlocker and Blair Athol band, that development and that whole story. It's very, very interesting. Also, making the jump then up the grades from grade 3B to grade 3A, we have Dunbar, RBL, of course, McNeilstown, of course, Open High School, Turrifin District, and our current world champions, Tully Lagan. Of course, all of those bands get moved up to 3A. I honestly cannot disagree with any of those. Now, making the jump from 3A to grade 2. Now, this is possibly one of the biggest jumps 
in whenever it comes to actual quality of playing and standard and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so yeah, three A to grade two. We have St Mary's Derry Trasna making the jump. Now that we cannot disagree with. Uh, yeah, St Mary's have been strong in grade three A now for the longest time. It's great to see them get the push to grade two. Also, St Joseph's, of course, they're up there. Yeah, St Joseph's have been another force to be reckoned with in three A. So it's great to see them get that push into grade two. Congratulations, guys! St Mary's and St Joseph's. It's great to see us up there in grade two. That will make next season very interesting. So imagine the likes of St. Mary's competing against Column Kill, Rivara, and a lot of other big grade 2 big guns in there. Very, very interesting. Speaking of grade 2, then we're losing some grade 2 bands to get the push up to grade 1. And this is interesting. <laughs> now this is, again, I, I think I've said this in previous rap shows before, countless times. But the jump from grade 2 to grade 1 is one of the biggest. It's a huge jump from grade 2 to grade 1. It's the making of some bands, but it's also the breaking of some bands. So, yeah, we've spoken about that before, when bands get pushed into grade 1 too soon, and then it's their downfall. But I doubt it very much in this case that any of these three bands mentioned here will break as a result of this. Because, of course, Klaus Kelt have been pushed into grade 1. They've been upgraded to the big leagues. And, yeah, I think looking at all of the social media posts and stuff by members of Klaus Kelt, they are more than ecstatic about this. <laughs> They're all very excited about getting pushed into Grade 1, finally earning themselves, yeah, that upgrade to the top flight. Very exciting stuff. So, congratulations, Klaus Kelt. Well deserved. Also, uh, bringing a bit of representation from the United States, St. Thomas alumni will be there as well. Awesome stuff. So they're going to be in Grade 1 next season. Very, very exciting to see them in there. Also, we have the city of Dunedin as well from the United States. So, if anything, this is equally exciting because well, we're now going to have two Grade 1 bands from the United States. Now, it's been a while since we've had a band from North America in there in Grade 1. And now we've got two in there. So I really hope we'll see them at this year's Worlds. I'll be very excited to see St. Thomas and also Dunedin in there as well. Very exciting stuff. Now, what makes the city of Dunedin upgrade ultra interesting is that this has been done by request. Which means that the band of the city of Dunedin actually applied to get into grade one. They said, hey, we think we're up to scratch. Put us in grade one. We want to have a swipe at the field marshals and their Inveraries and St. Lawrence's. So, whoa. This very rarely happens, by the way. Now, I I have been reading about upgrades and downgrades for this past number of years. And yes, we do see bands get upgraded by request. And most times, I have to stress, it doesn't end well. Whenever a band wants to get pushed up the grades by request... Nine times out of ten, it doesn't really end well. And the band make that jump too soon or for whatever reason, just seem to crumple under whatever pressure of the higher grade. So, in this case, the city of Dunedin, we know that they can do the business. We have heard them before, and we know that they can blow a hell of a tone. So, seeing that they had to actually request to get upgraded is interesting, because that means that the music board were not considering them for upgrading, which was, yeah, 
interesting. I know I keep saying that word, but it is. It kind of makes you sit back and think, well, why were they not considered for upgrading? Was there a reason behind it? Why the music board felt that they should possibly be held in grade two for another season? Hard to know. But here we have the situation now where the city of Dunedin has said, right, give us a chance. Put us in grade one. We want it. And the music board have now said, well, okay, have at it. There you go. You're now in grade one. Good luck. And that's just what's happened here. So it's excellent to see two bands from the United States in there in grade one. Congratulations, guys, on your upgrade. Now the work begins. <laughs> Woo! It's not going to be easy, let me tell you. But yeah, that step into the top flight from grade two to grade one is one of the biggest. I want to wish you good luck. Uh, to Klaus Kelt as well, many congratulations. You've had quite a number of successful seasons there in Grade 2. Uh, so, yeah, finally getting the jump to Grade 1, I think, is well-deserved. Uh, but, yeah, the work starts now, guys. <laughs> good luck to you. Now, as well as upgrades, there has been some down. But I don't think these are all negative. If anything... They're just, yeah, I think they are par for the course. Looking from 4A to 4B was Fraserburgh RBL, who've had a particularly difficult season in 4A, so that kind of stands to reason. Let them go down to 4B and rebuild. Also moving from 3A to 3B, we have Preston Pans, RBL, plus we have Ross and Carmarty at Pipes and Drums School, and that was by request, because again, another difficult season there in 3A for both those bands taking the step back. Now, these next couple of bands making the step from Grade 2 to Grade 3A, one of them kind of surprised me. Now, Wallastone and District has made the jump from Grade 2 to 3A, and understandably so. I think, to be fair, Wallastone have had quite a difficult couple of seasons. And, yeah, Grade 2, they've been really struggling in 2019. So, yeah, sorry to see Wallastone take that step down to 3A, but it could be real really smart move on their behalf you know to be honest so music board have decided to put them down into 3a and let them rebuild now one such band is also making that step the scottish fire and rescue pipe band are taking that step from grade 2 to 3a now that was really unexpected because for me scottish fire and rescue i've had quite a number of really strong performances this last year now this one really surprised me to see them getting pushed down to 3A, I don't know. They were real, real force to be reckoned with, in my opinion, you know. I think they were just one or two performances away from possibly tackling the top three in that grade. So seeing Scottish Fire and Rescue make that jump to 3A, I don't know why. So if anyone out there can tell me why, I'd be interested to know. <laughs> but it's certainly, whenever I was reading this, I thought, whoa. Why, why is that in there? Why are they getting pushed down? Interesting development, but one of which I would be very keen to find out about. So, yeah, you can email us in, as always, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, we will fly on. We've got tons more stuff, actually, to get through, one of which being our topic of the week. Now, I have neglected to talk about, in detail, the Rab Show Awards and such. I kind of briefly talked about them earlier. And tons of other kind of stuff. If you would like to be kept up to date on everything that's happening, then get along to the Big Rab Show Facebook page. That's where all of our news and that all happens. It's all over there on Facebook. Definitely going to be worth checking out. If you aren't already following us, go and give us a thumbs up over there on Facebook. And as well as following us there on Facebook, don't forget you can go and help support the show and get your hands on tons of extra content by checking out our Patreon page. Yes, like every other podcast out there, uh, we have to try and pay the bills. <laughs> and there are a lot of them, believe it or not. This podcasting game is not cheap, so yeah, 
If you would like to help support the show, you can. Go along to our Patreon page where we've been doing quite a lot of behind-the-scenes work. There's extra episodes of Rab Show on there. There's episodes of Rab Show Plus. There's exclusive interviews, video footage, and lots of different, like, lots of backstage stuff that never really see the light of day anywhere else. And it's just exclusive for Patreon supporters. So, yes, by way of a thank you, if you are one of the Patreon faithful, you guys are awesome! And, yes, you really do need to check out the Rab Show Patreon page. We're actually quite proud of it. So go along. And, yeah, for five bucks a month, you can help support what we do here. And producing each and one of these episodes for free every week, uh, yeah, it does take quite a lot of work to put together. And through your support, we can continue bringing all this content and stuff. So, yeah, if you would like to help support us, go along to Patreon. It's possibly the best place because then we get to give you tons of free stuff. And that's what it's all about. Plus, you get exclusive discounts for Rab Show merch on our store, which is BigRabShow.com. Plus, we're also doing all sorts of special uh, Patreon-only promotions. Just go to the Patreon. (laughs) Because if I sit and list everything here for you on Patreon, I'll be here all night. There's so much stuff over on our Patreon page, and it really does mean the world whenever you click support. Because, yeah, you're helping us uh, foot all of our podcasting bills. But then in return, you guys are getting tons of extra content as well. So awesome stuff. Yeah, go and check that out. Also, don't forget about thebigrabshow.com we have our merch over there which has been quite busy this last while uh, t-shirts and hoodies and towels and little travel pillows and anything that we could throw a Big Rab Show logo on and stuff yeah it's been doing quite well over there actually at the moment so thank you to everyone who's been purchasing stuff and please do continue as we're rolling towards Christmas I know I said that Christmas word and it's only September <laughs> but hey it's nearly October it's nearly Halloween and stuff so yeah Um, Actually, what we managed to sell this past week was a child's hoodie. uh, Very, very cute. It was made for like a six to seven year old, six to seven year old uh, kid. And it was a little tiny blue hoodie and had a little tiny G1 embroidered on the arm. It was class. So I'm very, very cute. Uh, So, yeah, that's BigRabShow.com. And each sale of the merchandise really does help us and yeah, support our show and what we do and uh, yeah we just love every bit of support that we get so thank you to everyone also don't forget to share your thoughts with us on our email as always bigrabshow at gmail.com we love to hear from you as always and who knows your suggestion for topic of the week or any other possible input to the show will make it to the show and yeah we love hearing from you especially voicemails as well we love getting voicemails but we haven't had one in forever since well before the worlds, actually. So, yeah, since around July, July, June, July, I think was the last listener mail voicemail that we got. So, send them in to us, folks. We'd love to hear your voice on the show. Okay, time to get into topic of the week, I think. But, first of all, it's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear. 
including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com LoneStarPiper.com Check them out. The Big Rap Show on Fuse FM, Balmont. Tuesday nights, 7pm to 9. They are the show for the piping folk. Reflecting everything from the bagpiping world. Celtic music, folk music, solo piping and of course pipe bands. Bagpipes are your thing? Tune in to The Big Rap Show. The Big Rap Show, Tuesday nights, 7 till 9, on Fuse FM, Bala Money. Hello, this is Scott Wood, and you're listening to The Big Rap Show. Ah, lovely big cup of tea. Boys, I really enjoy that break sometimes. And yeah, especially when I'm dying with the lurgy. <laughs> I love getting myself a good cuppa, you know, sometimes. So, yeah, I've been sitting in the house now for about half an hour, sitting, drinking tea, flicking through social media, and then I realised, oh crap, I have to come back and do Topic of the Week. So here I am. Uh, yeah, for, I think, just before World's Week, I managed to meet up with the guys at Rhythm Monster. Now, you guys know that we've been running a bit of a promotion in conjunction with Rhythm Monster. We're giving you money off their website. So whenever you sign up and everything, then you get 10% off at the checkout by using our code BIGRAPMONSTER. Now, I got to hang out with the guys as they were over here in the UK getting all of their material together for the site and everything and just seeing how they work and their process and everything and just what are they offering on their website for drummers and such. So it was a real interesting conversation, one of which I want to bring to the podcast here this week to you guys. Now, why am I talking to Rhythm Monster specifically this week, you might ask? Hmm, well, they're launching something that's going to be quite exciting uh, that you may have seen or rumoured to have heard of, and we talk about it briefly in this little short interview. Trust me, keep an eye on social media over the course of this weekend. The guys at Rhythm Monster will be launching something really quite special. Now, as I hung out with the guys here before the Worlds, uh, this interview was all recorded before Glasgow, uh, they were talking about this new exciting product that they're going to be launching. And uh, give you a little bit of an impression of what's about to come. This weekend, the guys at Rhythm Monster are going to be launching something that really pushes the boundaries of technology and Scottish Highland drumming. Very, very exciting stuff. Now, if you haven't been a part of the guys at Rhythm Monster and what they're doing over there, I would urge you go and check it out. Be you a piper or a drummer. Go and check it out. It's definitely going to be worth a look because what they're doing with their technology on their site and everything and their social media, oh, it's very exciting. Anyway, without further ado, here I am hanging out with the guys at Rhythm Monster. So, <laughs> welcome to Belfast, lads. Thank you. Thanks so much, it's man. It's a pretty swish place here, to be fair. It's not bad, huh? That's nice. Thanks, yeah. Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> so, you've been here for how long now? About a week or so? Uh, yeah, we we both flew in and met up here on Monday. Yes, right, right. I was coming from the states. Mike was at Lorient right before this. That's right. Because I was going to start grilling you about Lorient. How did you find it, man? The, 
so for me, I I think this was my tenth year playing with the Bagods. I think I think mm. it was my sixth year playing with Cap Caval, and awesome, it it's it's I mean, it's one of the greatest honors of my life to be in that ensemble and be in that family, and mm. it somehow gets better every year. It's it's magic. The music is almost like a foreign language to us, though. That's yeah. so used to hearing Scottish yeah. music played, you know. Yeah. And then hearing all this Breton music, I was listening to a lot of it myself over the course of the weekend. It's amazing, it's isn't it? 10 minute, 15 minute epics. Yeah. How that we learn <laughs> in a week, basically. A week? Yeah. How do you memorize all that? Uh, well, you know, I mean, obviously there, <laughs> you know? there's work in arranging that goes on prior. Mm. But as far as the, the, the Bagad being together, it's, it's done in a week. And we do what those of us that have marched DCI in the States that Matt and I have, Mm. when you practice to put on that epic, you do what's called all days. You are in rehearsal every day for weeks and weeks on end. But gods have all days. We Mm. practice every day, nearly all day for a week. And then boom, we do Lorient. Wow. And it's not just snare drum, tenor, bass. It's everything. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a full orchestra. So (laughs) yeah. Top of the melodic spectrum, you got the bombards, you got these guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Below that, you have the bagpipes. Yeah. Right? And then you have pipe band snare drums and mm-hmm. you have pipe band bass drums. You typically don't see pipe band tenors. And then you have no. all manner of percussion. Everything, uh, everything that's uh, non melodic percussion is fair game. So it can be anything from random pieces of wood, metal, <laughs> drum, I mean, world instruments. It's. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. That's what I was going to ask because I remember seeing one. Band, I can't remember who it was, and I don't think it was Cap Caval. But like, he just literally had two sheets of metal. Yep, and he was just smashing them together. And I, I think that right there, <laughs> I mean, really exemplifies the beauty of Bagads. It's mm. very rigid in what melodies you can play. It must mm. be Breton. It's even more rigid for for Brest, the indoor contest. You have to pick one of the nine regions of Brittany, and you can only play music oh. from that one nine region. Right. It's like if you had a contest in the states, and you can only play music from Montana. Right, that's kind of what it's like. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, but uh. but. Does Despite the those rigid parameters of melody, my God, there's just a, a world of beautiful music, just like in Scotland and Ireland. Mm. But yes, from there, you can do anything you want. Anything. Uh, just go forth and arrange. That's yeah. when you're a guy with the two bits. That's Come, right. Yeah. I don't know if that was our guy, but yeah, that guy. No. Yeah. <laughs> stomp. Yeah, that's, that's right. You can, stomp kind of yeah. stuff, yeah. Dustbin lids. You can, so, yeah. Absolutely. But the size of Laurent, that whole festival, I've been told, I've never actually been, but mm-hmm. I've been told that it's almost three times bigger than oh, the world. Yeah. Well, Laurent is uh, more comparable to the, the Edinburgh Arts Festival than the World Pipe Band Championships. Whoa. Yeah, it's, right. it's a month-long festival. Wow. But the Bagad Championships is just the kickoff of the whole thing. Oh, it's just the start of it's it? It's just the start of it. Yeah, that's right. Laurent oh. is this... this massive this massive inter you know international festival mm. that that runs for weeks and weeks just like edinburgh yeah see what i thought was excuse my ignorance no, i thought no, it was good. i thought it was the bagged bands had their competition then you had the solos which i had the likes of fred morris and all the big piping names all in there yeah and then that was it i thought no nah, and you know I, I i think this is this is kind of the funnel we often get into with i, I think with pipe bands mm. we we think that there's the stuff we do and that's got to be it right <laughs> yeah. but no in uh, fact here you know the world championships are coupled with the edinburgh arts fringe and film festival right next door mm-hmm. and for the bagads it is the beginning of the bigger lorient intercaltique festival i see yep. there you go well I'm all sorts of envious. I wish I could have went. Uh, Man, it's just a, it's a fly bee flight away. 
know. I'm, te- I'm telling you, anyone out there, if you if you like pipe band beats, you need to come down to Britney. It's mm. good. I'll have to talk nicely to my message now. That's right. <laughs> That's when you want the holiday. You want the holiday for Lorient. Exactly. You've, you've got a whole year to talk nicely to her. That's right. Yeah. Get ready yeah. for next year. Just show her the video. She'll get pumped up. She'll like it. <laughs> uh, so tell me, you're now here in mm. Northern Ireland. Will you be going to any Northern Irish competitions before jumping across? I think it's Moira this weekend. Yes. You going uh, to Moira? Yeah. We hope to. Yeah. Um, you know, Matt, who make who who's in charge of all the production stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, where we we have to play outside with our instruments in the rain, no matter what, and our instruments will survive. Yeah. Production gear will not. Nope. So not. <laughs> so if Matt looks at the weather report, and looks outside, and says no, then we at least won't go to film. Mm-hmm. We might go just to support everyone. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'd love to go to film though because we know that uh, you know not a lot of people get to go to this contest, so we'd love mm-hmm. to stream it or do some filming. But it really just depends on the weather. Like well, a lot of things. That's just it. And if I know just what it's like getting your gear soaked. <laughs> you do. You were just ringing out one of your oh, things just yeah. here. We, 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 we've got a whole other week of shooting monster drummers. That's right. In yeah. Glasgow. And you don't want right. to get soaked. Something happens to the gear. It's it's it's, it's bad. Gonna, it's going to be a yeah, interesting it. week. Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask you about next week. Mm. Pipe and live. Yeah. The biggest mm. piping festival, but there's room in there for drummers. Well, there should be right. Yes. I mean, well, we basically have, you know, drumming live. We have drumming fest with, at the Todd with, <laughs> with Jim and all the awesome things that he does. Yes. But, you know, uh, piping live, you know, we would never go into one of those events to stream or film or whatever. But we're certainly when the bands are practicing outside mm. or maybe they do a St. George Square performance. Yeah. If we don't have something else scheduled. Oh, yeah. We would be there to try to film or stream or whatever if we can. Yeah. Excellent. So if anything, that's one of the things I take from you guys, the sheer volume of content that you have coming out, and it's all real top quality stuff. Mm. Have you got loads of people that help you, or is it just you two guys? Well, we're, it's, it's it's certainly Matt and I that steer the ship. Yeah. Uh, started with just us. Yeah, definitely. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. first year one was de- just Matt and I. Yeah, yes. to, you know, mid-2017, mid mm. the first thing we shot was our snare tutor, which is the... The right. core of our education content, yeah. which is 60, 60 75. 75, 75 yeah. videos. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the music theory tutor. Anyone who's a current subscriber, um, you know, that's, that. that's, that's how it all started. And when that was, it was, it was just us. Mm-hmm. And Mike didn't even know how to, to edit videos at that time. Yeah. And so I sort of brought him board on <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we started transitioning. I stopped editing. We started bringing on other people. Mm. And as it starts with any new endeavor, you start changing what you do. You start getting people to do some things so that you can put your focus on something else. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. And and it's it's been been real... I mean, mean, there's just too many things to talk about. But when it comes to our Rhythm Monster team now, I mean, I I think there's 16 of us in total. 16, really? Wow. And, um, and, you know, almost all of them are are part-time or internship people. You know, for our our younger team members, it's work experience opportunities. So they get Mm -hmm. to learn about marketing or social media, blogging, video editing, etc. For our more Mm -hmm. experienced team Mm -hmm. members, they get the opportunity to, to work with the company from the ground up. So, um, because yeah. you know we can't technically call people employees yet, but we do we do pay our people um, because we we have every intention of hiring them in the future because we we, we want this to be something something substantial for for the worldwide community. Yeah, the longer term, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's, that's mm-hmm. one of our ten year goals. Right? That's right. 
we want to have an employee who's been with us for 10 years. That's right. Ah, excellent. You know? Absolutely. Go. So you get the cartridge clock and all that. Yeah, if you do so many <laughs> oh, years yeah. service and all that. Yeah. But yeah, there's, there's, there's a number of us. I think there's 16 of us now. And we actually have, there's a work with us page on our website that is just open applications year round. Yeah. And, and uh, we, we vet and respond to every one of them. We don't accept everyone, but mm. we respond to everyone appropriately. Mm. If anyone has the time to fill out an application, we at least have the time to respond with, with something. Because go. if someone's as passionate as we are about the, the bigger mission and the service then we want to give them the opportunity to put that to use so i want to talk about the service okay though this is something that sorry bagpipers but you guys have been spoiled for the longest time you got loads of stuff you've got loads (laughs) of stuff online bagpipers have obviously got the pipers dojo there's Mm -hmm. tons of other sources and now you guys are here doing rhythm monster because I'm a drummer, I'm a massive fan with what you guys are doing. It's incredible stuff. Thank you, And uh, I've been singing your praises since the start. Awesome. And uh, don't forget the promo code, Big Rab Monster. There you go. Big Rab Monster. <laughs> yeah, 10%, 10% discount. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. That's right. It's true, though. Go but, do that. Yeah. Uh, but I have to say, once you open that door with getting a subscription... Mm. There's a wealth of stuff on there. Like I have kind of found myself clicking on the website. I can look at a couple of pages before I know it. It's two in the morning, right. and I'm sitting watching Reed Maxwell. I think, what am I doing? I went down the rabbit hole. Nope. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that's one thing I want to put across to everyone listening and watching this is that it's not just what you see on the social media. So it's what's on the website. Yeah. It seems to be, you kind of give little flavors of what's there on your social media, little right. clips, little teasers. That's right. But the meat on the bones is definitely on the website. Mm-hmm. So do That's you guys right. put in a serious amount of work on the website itself or the social media or a combination mm-hmm. of two? It's, it, 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 I mean, both of those, those are probably the top two uh, things that need daily addressing is you know the the, the marketing efforts via social media mm-hmm. and certainly the the constant I don't want, I want to say updating but just adding to mm. the website you know um, we've gone very very simple very uh, plain Jane on the website uh, so the the navigation is simpler the layout yeah. is simpler and it's just all about the content meaning it's all about the instructors it's all about the instruction and the music. And there's no fluff or anything around it. Oh, it's yeah. just about getting to those videos, getting to those drum scores, getting to that aha moment that makes you go, oh, that's that's how you <laughs> phrase a stress bay. That's yeah. what my drum sergeant's been griping at me about. That's how you do that. <laughs> I mean, that that's, yeah. that's what the website's meant to do. It's meant to help you, whoever you are, wherever you are in your development, mm. achieve your musical goals. And so it really is just this vast wasteland of just amazing musicians sharing their message. Yeah. And then it, then it's your liberty as a subscriber to just go forth and discover. Wait, what's, and, the, what's the opposite of a wasteland? Oh, oh, did I say wasteland? Yeah. I so, meant that in a good way. Uh, um, uh, uh, utopia. Utopia. There you go. There there we go. Right, some yeah. It's a blissful <laughs> utopia of diddles and buzzes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But seriously, that, that's what we wanted it to be. I mean, if you need a structured curriculum, you got the snare drum tutor. Yep. And this our snare drum tutor is meant to take you from, I don't know what a drum is, to being able to play in mass bands. 
Yeah. And and we think that it does that. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, everyone learns in different ways. And I think what's really important for us that we've said from the get-go, you know, I, I shot the snare drum tutor. And so that that's kind of my baby and my product. But it's not about me. And, and it's not about Reed Maxwell. We love you, Reed. It's not about Alan Craig. Alan Craig. You're the guy. It, it is about all of us, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about everyone in the world who currently participates in pipe bands mm-hmm. and who maybe would be participating in pipe bands if they knew how awesome it was. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's all about the promotion of the music. Yeah, it's about the exposure yeah. of the art form. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So would be fair to say you guys have got pretty much some of the biggest drumming names some of like drumming royalty really certainly got <laughs> certainly got some of them for sure and yeah. i mean it's it's been it's been an absolute honor working with these guys mm. and i mean every one of them i i, I think share the same spirit mm. and mm-hmm. that is that they only want to they, they want to share their music and message it's about and it's about the music it is it yeah. is absolutely about that and they don't want to worry with all the techie stuff right (laughs) and so i think that's really what what we've provided in this this little vehicle we've started is we've taken all that nonsense off their plate so all you have to do is walk in front of the lights and teach or play Mm -hmm. or just speak about what's what's in your heart about this this music and And we take care of the rest take care of the rest yeah Yeah. so you have we're sitting in your kind of in your sitting room here yeah this beautiful airbnb in belfast yep and uh you've got quite a good setup here like all of this stuff is this all portable yes there's a lot of gear here this this all flew over here in three checked bags really all of my personal stuff i had to carry on the plane that's impressive (laughs) matt right there that's yeah i don't know But, but it's 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 important right and matt and i talked about this you know, after we we're actually up and going, is how do we perpetually add content? Mm. Eventually, and we're pretty close. We want to start flying people to us, flying people to New York and Detroit, wow. yeah. places in the U.S., so we can show them a good time and record some content. But we mm-hmm. always need the ability to go to where it's at. Yeah. Fortunately, Matt and I love to travel, mm-hmm. and you know, Matt being a professional production person, you know, the gig for him was how do I capture as well in a pro studio in New York mm. in a flat in Belfast, <laughs> and you know, which one do we address first? So we chose yeah. the latter, yeah. and now any anywhere we go on the planet, whether it's New York or Winter Storm, Vancouver, mm. uh, I mean, Belfast, Scotland, anywhere we go, we more or less take the same gear, and we just we we find a flat because you know if you see the snare drum tutor it's this it's this very um it's a studio environment it's very clean Mm -hmm. and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and a lot of the instructors think oh you're gonna do that when you come to me and i say no 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 no. we'll do that when we fly you to new york city but right now let's go to your house Or come to our house. Let's Brilliant. let's yeah. be where we all are when we learn to drum, mm-hmm. and that's just here with pad and sticks. That's it, right? Yeah. And so we we kind of try to replicate that normal home environment mm. anywhere we go. Brilliant. Yeah. And if anything, it's one of the most endearing things. I'm not, I know I'm kind of plugging you something rotten here, blowing your heads up massively here. <laughs> well, but, at least it's on our our own well, platform. There you right? go. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> There was one of the ones that was really my favorite, and mm. I think it was in Reed's Lounge. Mm-hmm. It looked mm-hmm. to be they were oh, just yeah. chilling out on the sofa and just talking, and right. I yeah. was glued. I would, oh, that's brilliant. It's awesome, right? It's yeah, really good. Reed's classes, and this was to his insistence, mm. it's in the place where, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of people over the years who've had the 
uh, privilege of studying with him mm-hmm. have gone. They've mm-hmm. gone to his house in his basement. Yeah. And, and for those great many people, I mean, what an honor, what a great thing. Most of us mm. haven't had that opportunity. And so when I said to Reed, man, do you want to do this in the theater at the college? Where do you want to do this? He said, nope, let's do it where it's done. Brilliant. Deal. Love Absolutely. That. Yeah. Love mm-hmm. that. So then with World's Week upon us, have you guys got some special plans in front of you? What's coming up for you next week for World's Week? We're going to go to the Worlds. Yep. Nice. <laughs> That's going to happen. <laughs> nice. And anyone else who's free in Glasgow, we were... Literally anybody. <laughs> That's right. Not you know. Typically, this stuff. Uh, a lot of what we do when we go places, it's it's not scheduled way, way, way in advance. You know, mm. we're we're always communicating with people, trying to develop relationships and see who who's got a message and who's got music to share. Yeah. And and if you've got it, let's schedule some time together. And I mean, like this week, for example, you're the third person we've had in here today. Really? Right. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and it and it's typically like that. We'll have anywhere from one. One to three or four people a day, just bang, 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 coming in uh, session after session. Mm-hmm. So, and if it's not that, we're going out to a rehearsal site, right? You know, yeah. because uh, we we totally understand the madness of World's Week. Mm. Most of the grade one or grade two lead drummers or just, whomever just don't have don't time. Have time. Yeah. So we say, cool, yeah. we'll come to you and we'll hang out. So and, yeah, and maybe we get a little wee interview after your rehearsal yep. and just talk to you about the process, exactly how you run your core. Exactly, I, if that's as, as what we can get, mm-hmm. that's not going to interfere yep. with the rehearsal or what yeah. they're doing for that yeah. week. Fantastic, because we would never do no. that. I mean, no matter what, we would never want to interfere with any leadership's uh, vis- vision and mission on how they want to direct their core yeah. to lead into the worlds. Yeah. And and some people have, have said you no. Know, love you guys but we really want to stay and do our own thing and that's totally understandable you know well, that's it yeah. and we don't really have we don't really have an agenda you know we, we we typically tell people look we do instructional stuff performance stuff or just straight up interview that's it choose yeah. what you want to do and what do you want to say yeah that's it that's it so it's a completely mm-hmm. open forum for a them completely really, yeah. open forum yeah. because who are we who is anyone to to tell any of these guys what they want to talk about or share. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that quite often myself. Just throw the mic open and let them talk. Absolutely. (laughs) So, yeah, it's just great to be able to ask them Uh, a question. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, lads, this is a big rab show question. Yes. I don't think I've asked you yet. Okay. But what's your favorite cheese? Cheese. Mm. (sighs) Completely non-drumming related. Okay. Okay. Take you on a... Oh, man. You got a favorite cheese? (laughs) my my answer is going to make everyone really angry okay (laughs) right go for it yeah i really love omelets and i that's it's one of the few things that i can actually kind of cook because i'm a really terrible cook with anything else (laughs) and american cheese is one of the few cheeses that doesn't change flavor yeah when it's melted (laughs) and part of that that is because it's not really a cheese it's based off of swiss cheese (laughs) plastic it it includes swiss cheese but it has a few other things in there that's a perfect Uh, answer but that that's about that's that's yeah that's where i'm at (laughs) i love it the answer is the cheese in my omelet yeah (laughs) i like the cheese in my omelet Have you got one, I, Michael, yourself? Uh, I, 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 am, I am a big fan of cheese. I, I would have to say, uh, 
J'aime du fromage de France. Ooh, I have no idea what that means. I kind of said, not accurately, I love the cheese from France. Ah, yes. I like the big stuff. I, I like the, the big stinky and the, you know, the stuff uh, that really nails the top of the palate. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah, that's going down the, an avenue the there. Wheel, the wheel, a small piece is this big. I like that cheese. <laughs> yeah. Mike has some stronger opinions on food. Than, than I do. It's true. I'm a food. <laughs> talk, talk to me about motorcycles. <laughs> that's fine. Right. That's right. I'll have some. I'll have some thoughts for you. <laughs> that's it. So it's well, true. That's what. If anything, I am also sort of fascinated with what drummers do outside of drumming and music. Mm. Uh, like I found whenever I had Richard Parks on the show, mm. he's actually a big soccer fan. Mm. He loves Manchester United. He's a yeah. big Man United fan. Have you guys got any hobbies outside of music? Well, I I think what's interesting about what drummers gravitate towards is stuff that's um requires complexity at a, at a very detailed level mm. right like yeah and matt which who, who should speak about this really likes motorcycles mechanical yeah. things and mountaineering mm-hmm. you know and, and to me th- those are very drummer traits they would be yeah you know <laughs> there's I think you're right yeah. a lot of a lot of the things that i i like to do outside of music are similar in the sense that there's this goal way over there. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you've got these hundreds of steps that you've got to take between here and there mm. to get there. And you have to take the small steps. There is no here <laughs> and I'm, I'm over here now. That's, yeah. that's, that's not how it works. That's you right. know, you don't, you don't pick up a pair of sticks and say, I'm going to play in a grade one core. <laughs> right. That's not how it works. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, I, I have, I have a, I have a very healthy, uh, hobby list. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, currently I live in Michigan. Previous to that, I was in New York city, um, which is where I started rock climbing. And for anyone who climbs, I, trad climbed in the gunks that was where i sort of learned um and then i moved to michigan which has about this many mountains in it um, <laughs> so, so i'm yeah. in the process of trying to get my life to the point where i can leave and take little excursions to go do oh, things so on the way yeah. on the way back from the worlds this year i'm going to iceland and wow. you, you know you bet your butt I'm going to be on one of those glaciers with a pair of ice axes no way. Be to, to go do that yeah, so. you'll have to send us a selfie from the top of that yeah. hanging from a glacier yeah. I will have every single family member be like what are you doing why are you taking a picture of yourself That's I, right. took, I, took, I took one selfie of myself at the top of a climbing route when I was completely safe I was yeah. double into the anchor was, I could take both hands off no problem yeah. and I just like an exciting moment and my everybody lit me up. Like, what is wrong with you? That is so unsafe. Like, hey, what are you doing to your mom right now? <laughs> it's like I was safe. You don't understand. That's brilliant. Um, That's awesome. So it's always something with long-term goals. I think you're right. Oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. yeah. a bit the same. What about yourself, Michael? You gonna have it's it's similar to the descriptions Matt gave. It's you know things that you can't do now. You have to work towards. Mm. You know. Um, uh, but as far as specific topics, I mean, certainly the first thing that comes to mind is baseball. I'm a huge baseball nerd. Um, I I mean, this man memorizes (laughs) stats sheets. Oh, really? Not intentionally, but apparently. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I'm, you know, baseball has always been a a huge part of my life. You know, my, my, my family, especially my dad's side has always been very athletic and I Mm. played all sports when I was in public school almost went to college on baseball scholarships and i really had to decide baseball or music and i said well 
If I if I do baseball and I make it to semi professional, I'll have to stop eventually because semi professionals are just fried in baseball. But if mm. I make it even to a semi professional level in music, that's not a bad life, and I can do a lot of things. So I yeah. so I chose music. But baseball has remained. Um, uh, a serious passion of mine, mm. just as a you know, just a, a fan of the game, mm-hmm. and so baseball is certainly that, and uh, perhaps to you know, uh, you know, not the greatest joy of people around me. If we ever get to a bored moment, mm. we or I like to play a fun little game called Ask Mike a Baseball Question, oh. uh, where <laughs> you just think of a baseball question and you ask me, and it's not about hey, check out what I know about baseball. It really is just. Let's talk about baseball, or yeah. let me talk about baseball. One of the two. Brilliant. So I like baseball, so, and yeah. uh, you know, it's it's kind of hard to think of anything outside of Rhythm Monster now at sure. the moment because yeah. you know my life has been so consumed with pursuits and education and music, mm. and what's really fueled mm. all of that has been their uh, those things attachments to to culture and to people. Yeah, and I think Rhythm Monster has not only given me the opportunity to. Uh, really dig deep in myself and things that I love, like trying to build a business and build teams and all these things. Yeah. But I've really been able to dive in headfirst deeper than even when I was in my studies and when I was teaching at universities, mm-hmm. how important culture is to music and to drumming. Yeah. Um, and so I, all the things that come with that, now we're talking about food. Now we're talking about customs. Now we're talking about mm-hmm. traditions. Yeah. Now we're talking about languages. All of those things have always been my hobby, if you will, things that really fuel my fire. Mm. And since Rhythm Monster has given me the opportunity to pursue those more, it's kind of hard to see anything outside of that because it's it's all kind of yeah. wrapped in one. It's all part of the same package. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> back on the topic of Rhythm Monster. All right. Not going to give the game away, Ooh. but I have seen something quite exciting oh, yeah? here in Belfast. How exciting was it? Pretty mm, amazing. Hmm. I'm not allowed to swear. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's our page. Are, are we allowed to swear? Can we? Are we, uh, we swear? Do you, I don't know. Oh man, we can't look at the comments <laughs> and, and, and see if people actually care if we swear or that's not. That's right. It's no. pretty bleeping amazing. I'll t- yeah. put it like that. I'm gonna um, assume there's a 14 year old. That's right. This, right? Yeah. That's right. There's probably some yeah. kids out there. Uh, <laughs> not gonna spoil it, but you guys opened up the laptop and said, "Hey, look at this new cool thing," and I. Ooh. It is pretty awesome, lads. I'm not going to tell the audience what it is, but you guys have some pretty cool things coming. <laughs> I'm glad you dig so, it. It is pretty awesome, to be honest. So I'm going to sing your praises, even though I can't really tell anyone what it's about. Can you give us a little sneak peek, possibly a little teaser? I'll give a deal and you can give a deal, okay? okay. Yeah. So my, my deal is, um, again, we are an education company. And uh, I think then our our responsibility is to make sure that you learn better, easier, faster. Mm -hmm. And so making cool videos has just been by by the plan, by the strategy, step one. Step two is coming out before the end of August. It's step two, Mm -hmm. Billy. (laughs) I think my thought that it's going to be a tail end of that. It's going to change how you practice. It really um, is. It is. Yeah. yeah. And this, it, for many, many people around the world who are in some of the top performing cores mm. to people who don't have an instructor within an hour and a half of them, yeah. it's going to change the way that you practice. Or a country and a half. <laughs> or a country yeah. and a half. Yeah. 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 This is yeah. such an amazing tool that's going to live online. I can't wait. 
I'm dead excited. I'm glad <laughs> I, you like it, man. I don't really want to get my mitts on it now. But, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what a lot of people often ask is, you know, how, how can they uh, see see the site or see some of the stuff? We do have a free stuff account that's just straight up free. Yeah. On yeah. that free stuff account, we will put one of these things. Oh. And then, of course, the bulk of them will be reserved for our awesome monthly annual and core account subscribers. That's right. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So you kind of give a bit of a flavor as to yep. what's back there. Yep. Oh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> yeah, that's so, right, lads. It's, mm-hmm. The future's bright for you guys. You know, I'm dead it's excited man. with how things are going with you guys at the moment. It's certainly going in a real great direction for drummers. And as much as I keep plugging, it's a drumming thing. It's a drumming, drumming, drumming. Bagpipers can also get involved. We actually have quite a few bagpipers and drum majors Seriously. subscribed. Yeah, so, yeah. really. Yeah, yes. we've got a small handful of of pipe majors mm-hmm. who are just trying to understand the yep. drumming signs better so that yep. they yeah. can be better pipe majors. I can see that. You mm-hmm. know, absolutely. Or, or a lot of people who are in both camps. In mm-hmm. fact, one totally. of one of our uh, employees or one of our our helpers yep. mm-hmm. is a bagpiper and plays tenors. That's right. And, you know, that's. There you go. It's it's all it's all connected. It really know? is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can see how it could be useful from a piper, though, uh, especially from an ensemble part, point of view. For sure. Because you're learning how drummers put scores together. Yeah. So you're not constantly arguing with your lead tip. That sounds like rubbish. Certainly. <laughs> and what, what I really <laughs> hope know? is, I, I mean, and we even have to try to explain this to to even some of our current subscribers is what is this and what can I do with it exactly? Mm. And it's not. It's not any one thing unless you want it to be because there's no one way to play bagpipes. There's no one way to play snare drum or bass drum. No. And even, you know, what we have now, there's there's over 300 video classes right now with another literally 600 in the queue. Wow. And there's yeah. well over 100 drum scores, 200 downloadable exercises. And we're literally just getting started. But even that right there, <laughs> we're, we're not satisfied. There's always more coming. But even yeah. if we stopped right now... You have a lifetime's worth of information. Yeah. You are never too good to listen to Alan Craig talk about snare drumming or talking <laughs> about rhythmic interpretation. You're mm-hmm. never no. past that. You no. can always go back to any of those classes and go, yep, let's do more of that. Mm-hmm. And I know everyone's always, I, I think they want they want something, a quick answer, a quick remedy. And sometimes it's there. Yeah, sometimes yeah. here's the exercise you need. Here's the explanation <clears throat> you need. But other times we just need personal motivation to keep going. We don't always want to practice. We don't always want to go to band rehearsal. We don't always want to be as good as we can be. But if you're subscribed to Rhythm Monster, you not only have information, you have a whole community that's there yeah. motivating you to keep going. And even mm. though we're going to keep adding stuff, that's the, the real deal is there right now, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, lads, I am dead excited for the future. I want to wish you a happy world. It's thank almost you. almost like wishing somebody a happy Christmas. It is, right? <laughs> happy it's world. Like and man, Big Red, we got to thank you, man. I mean, Not we seriously. we really appreciate all the love and support. And thank you for what you do, man. I mean, there's so many more people know about pipe bands and pipe band culture because of you and what you do. And that wouldn't if it weren't for it, man. So yeah. thank you for doing what you whatever, do. Whatever roadblocks that are there, I'm sure you're going to get mm, through them. Absolutely, man. Yes. You, you know exactly what your community needs. Your community knows what yep. they need. Yeah. And they're they're I think they're making the right phone calls right now. You know they're Hope they're so. behind your back. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you clearly so. and you clearly move with with pure intent. And this is this is clear. It's all for the love of the music. Absolutely, just man. to get it out there. 
Yeah. Absolutely. So for someone living in a desert in Arizona somewhere, can watch a bit of St. Lawrence Atoll. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's what it's about. Exactly. Grant, well, lads, that would be me. I have no further questions other than to wish you the best of luck for the world. Big Red be... Monster. It's the best coupon code out there. There you go. 10% <laughs> off. Get your subscription because seriously, I have went down the rabbit hole. And lost many hours <laughs> on that website. But gained so the, the much. The rab it holds. Oh, oh, I like it. Man. See? There you so go. Good. <laughs> We're also good at jokes. Yeah. But don't, right. on. There you go. No kids, but I got the dad jokes already. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> terrible. Wow. There you have it. There you go. That wasn't bad, was it? So there you go. Thanks very much to the guys at Rhythm Monster. And like I said, a very exciting time to be a part of the rhythm monster crowd if you are a snare drummer or a tenor drummer bass drummer or even if you're a piper it's definitely something that i really would urge you to go and get involved go and have a look at it have a poke around on the site and you'll find that there's a plethora of information on there all presented in a way that's so easily followed and definitely going to be worth a look now it's i know it kind of sounds like it's a bit of a shameless promotion but i have been using the rhythm monster program myself as I'm kind of getting myself back into playing again. So, there's sticks in front of me right now. And I've been using the Rhythm Monster site uh, kind of religiously this last number of weeks as I'm kind of furiously trying to get back up to playing standard again to be able to compete at Stone Mountain because I don't want to go over there and embarrass myself. So I want to be able to play seven-stroke rolls without clipping them, all that sort of stuff. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Rhythm Monster's website absolutely stupendous and what they're going to be doing this weekend is launching something quite special i can't tell you anything more other than keep an eye on social media this weekend now you're listening to this podcast right now if you're listening to it as it releases then this is the weekend that they're launching their brand new product on their website and it's going to be worth signing up for trust me this is going to be incredible it's quite uh I don't know what word to use without spoiling it. Trust me. The guys at Rhythm Monster have been working furiously hard on this. And this is going to be something quite special for drummers. Pipe band drummers especially. It's going to be very, very interesting. (laughs) I'm dead excited for this weekend actually. Because I've already got early access to it. And I've been playing around with it for ages. It's the best crack. It's really, really good. I can't tell you how good it is. We'll talk about it on next week's podcast. I am sure of it. (laughs) Because I've been... uh, playing around with it but i can't really talk about it right now so i'll get back to practice and thank you so much for clicking download this week it's been another very interesting show and again i have to apologize sometimes these podcasts can kind of rattle on and they can get very long in the tooth uh, so we have kind of some very special interviews and stuff to bring you uh, i think we have an interview with drums and roses coming up possibly on a future podcast shout out to scott cunningham thank you mate for that and unfortunately we didn't get it squeezed into this week's episode because there was just way too much piping news uh, we've got so many interviews in the can as they say and i do hope to bring them here to the rap show podcast very soon uh, so we've just got so much stuff to get through so yes very exciting development at rhythm monster thanks to the guys there for taking the time to chat to me and to you for clicking download Thank you so much. Don't forget, you can subscribe and you never miss an episode because you'll get a little ding and let you know that Rab has uploaded another one. If you haven't already, please do consider giving us a rating on iTunes or Podbean or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to us right now. 
uh, ratings really do help us whenever it comes to our visibility on all those platforms. People can discover our show more and yeah, they go, oh, there's a wee piping podcast. I think I might listen to that. And that's what it's all about, introducing more people to what we know and love, the Great Highland Bagpipe. Anyway, that's it for another rap show. I am out the door. Time to get some more practice done. Woo! Interesting stuff. Grant, I'll see you all again next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com for all of your merch and to be kept up to date with all the news, views and chat throughout the week. Also, check us out on Patreon and become some of the Patreon faithful for loads of extra content for just $5 a month. Until next time, guys, thanks for checking out the Rab Show podcast, and we'll see you all next week. All the best. <laughs>